0: You're listening to the Comics Pals review of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Now, every time a superhero movie comes on or comes out, uh, the Comics Pals assemble to, <laughs> to, uh, to talk about them. So that's what we're going to do here. Uh, I am joined by Marco and Pete to talk about this particular movie. Hello, hello. Yeah. Um, I took your thing. I noticed <laughs> <you>. <laughs> uh, now I want to start this off the way we always do which is by you guys guessing the tomato meter score and the audience score for the film I suspect that you guys may already know it am I right
1: yeah i'm I'm just wondering if it's changed at all because I, I I knew the news story about it before it came out so it's like it could have it could have moved a little bit now, so it's I guess a matter of guessing.
2: Yeah, I haven't I haven't looked at it since okay. we talked about it like last week. So like I wherever it's at, it's definitely have changed since then. All right, so Pete, you want to go first?
1: So I know I kn- like I'll say I knew it was at a hundred. I'm gonna guess that it's since budged a little bit, so I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess ninety nine.
2: Oh, wait. You weren't on the other episode. It already right. fell from that.
1: Oh. oh,
0: But you're locked in. Oh. Too late. Locked That's in. That's fine. There you go. And the audience score from
1: you? Audience score, I'm going to say 95. Okay.
2: Marco. I'm going to say critic 94 and audience 96.
0: All right. So the... Critical score is a 97. Wow. And the audience score is a 95. Okay. Ooh. Damn.
1: So we split the vote.
0: Yep. Awesome. Very well done. Uh, Now. We're pretty fucking
1: good at that, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, we're getting better.
1: One of us always gets it right.
0: Now, um, normally when we do these, we start off with the spoiler-free portion, which we're going to do here. What's going to be different is I want to lead with what our score would be. I want to lead with okay. how we would score it and then and then I want you to talk about why you gave it that score and you know, your quick hits without spoilers. Pete, you can you can start.
1: Okay, great. Uh I I would say I give this this movie a 10 out of 10, 100%. Um I think this movie is so well executed and I'm I'm surprised by how much I liked it. Because I, I think, like, I've made it clear over the last, you know, several episodes where we've talked about it. I I turned a corner on this movie, like, as soon as I saw the first trailer. You know, like, I wasn't initially, like, sold on the idea just because it's, like, I didn't know if it would be for me in the same way that, like, the ultimate, the ultimate Spider-Man cartoon wasn't for me. It was great for kids. It didn't speak to me as an adult man, right? As soon as I saw the animation style, like, I had a feeling that I was really going to like it and uh especially after hearing the news that it had briefly had you know uh, 100% on rotten tomatoes i went in with very high expectations you know uh, with it ass- assuming that it was going to be great and that i would really really enjoy it and i i thought it was even better than i expected uh it was funny i think it was it had a lot of heart there were a few moments that like specifically made me cry um and uh it, it the animation is incredibly sharp i think the but more than that like the the um like the, the style the design work is incredible like the amount of uh really interesting camera shots or color choices or um you know like like after effects style like you know like almost like music video kind of stuff sometimes like it's just so insanely stylized in a way that the only other movie I can really even think of that it's analogous to is like Scott Pilgrim where Mm -hmm. like it's super stylized like a comic but in a way that's not distracting and only ever enhances the product in my opinion you know and that is so hard to do so I think for me like um the story the style the animation and um um Almost all of the musical cues all really worked for me, like, across the board, you know? So it's, like, to succeed on every one of those levels almost perfectly for me, I got to give it credit where that credit's due. And I really do think it's, like, it's sharp as hell. And I've been trying to think about it since I watched it to make to to really, like, examine what I liked about it and not uh, be swept up in the hype, you know? And I, I really do think it deserves as much praise as I'm giving it. You know, and I don't mean to overhype it, but I I really do think it's just it's surprisingly well executed.
2: Yeah, uh, it is visually stunning, and for that, I'm giving it I'm giving it a nine. Like I'd give it like a nine point eight. Like the only thing for me is like f- the frame rate. The yeah. the like that there was stuttery, some stutteringness. Yeah, like the oh like, that's the only thing that I think like for me was outside of everything that you laid out pete it was just like it would stutter sometimes and and i thought that that was it was a little frustrating but I, I i understand because of everything that was involved in it and to make it to lower the frame rate overall i think potentially was a decision so that way they could you know it, it may be easier for art for the artists and the animators involved potentially but that was the the and that's like a nitpicky minor thing. Like, I, I unless people like pay attention to to that, you know, I'm pretty sure like like my girlfriend didn't notice it. You know, she's like, that was awesome. Like, but she didn't know. I'm like, but it stuttered. She's like, huh?
1: I was the only person out of the. I saw it with three other people, and I was the only one that noticed it.
2: Like, if, if you're not like looking at it like like that, you won't notice it. And you'll have a, a blast of a time. But like that was that was one thing. I was like ah, like for me.
0: So I would give it an eight. Out of 10, uh, I was a lot less high on this than most other people appear to be. I came into this I mean, you guys know that I was not really excited for this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think I only really got excited when I started to see how much praise it was being given. Um, And I liked it. I definitely thought it was good. I mean, an 80 is still pretty good, Um, but I had problems. I had some, some problems. The stuttering was one of them. Uh, I thought there were some odd choices, and I think it gets away with a lot of things because it's an animated movie. And I, and I definitely mean that in a negative sense. Like, there's, there are things that, that this movie does that are stupid, and (laughs) no one seems to be bothered by them because, I guess, because the movie's animated, um, but we'll get into all that in our spoiler portion. I will say that I thought, um. Some of the performances were really great. Like some of the the vocal stuff was was awesome. I love Miles. Um, yes, I think most of the characters were really strong. And um, this movie actually, and I'm gonna save the a- I'm gonna save the answer for the spoiler section. So there, this movie did give us, and I'll save the answer for our spoiler section. But it gave me what I think is one of the best. Action scenes ever in a superhero movie. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see if you actually know which one I'm thinking about, but uh, we'll get into that in spoilers. Uh, do you guys have any any last things you want to say before we just jump into spoilers?
1: If you're on the fence, go see the movie. That's <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like yeah. It's,
1: I think. Um. Accurate. I think right. Like even even. The most negative review on this show is a positive one, right? And 80 is an good. So if that's, if that's the floor on this thing, just go give it a shot, you know? Like if you're into animation, right? Like if you like cartoons, if you like animated movies, if you like, if you like Spider-Man, even if you don't like Spider-Man, give it a shot. Yeah, I think, you know? if,
0: you, I think if you like Spider-Man in particular, um, you get to see him in a different way than you
1: ever have on screen. And that's cool. There's lots of Easter eggs too, and stuff like that. Like if you're into Spider-Man, you know, like there's a lot of things that will check boxes for you, and and uh, and uh, and get pops that other people probably won't notice. So that's an added thing. But like Thompson from the video game pals is not a Spider-Man fan, and like not like isn't like fuck Spider-Man, but just does not does not have any relationship to the character and is like not. You know, ever hyped for Spider-Man stuff, and he really loved it. So, yeah, I think even if you're even if it's not for you, you can go in and get something out of it because it's just, for the most part, you know, a really well executed film. What about you, Marco?
2: No, I I agree, man. Just just go watch it. If you have, if you're doubting anything, definitely go watch it. I I, I mean, I loved it with the exception of what I called out. Yeah.
1: Oh, man, and if there's a kid in your life, definitely bring them along. Oh, hell yeah. They'll have a fucking blast with this thing. This would have blown my goddamn mind if I saw this when I was, like, eight or nine years old. Like, are you kidding me? Like, forget about it.
0: I would definitely say go see it. I think that um, if you like Spider-Man on any level, it's worth seeing. I think if you are tired of... You know, samey live-action versions of the character, or of any superhero, then this will cleanse your palate, and I think it's a good way to end the year. I like that they place. I like the place of this movie. Yes, this year. I agree. Um, I think it would have been different if it had come out at a different time.
1: So, yeah, go see it. One last thing I will say about it too is, I think it is probably the most comic booky movie that's ever been made and i mean that in a good way
0: yeah i don't know if i agree that it's good but we'll we'll get into that we will um so we're jumping into spoilers if you haven't seen it and you care go see it if you don't care let's talk when i said that this movie had one of the best action sequence sequences we've ever seen in a superhero movie i was actually referring to the very first one between Spider-Man and the Green Goblin. And I'll tell you why. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: We've never seen a fight scene between a superhero and a villain that took place solely from the perspective of another character. I felt like I was Miles, and I was watching Spider-Man fight. And that's a unique experience that I've never had before. And it was so, so cool. Um, I, I loved it. I loved it, I loved hearing Spider-Man quip, but not not being the sort of, like, like that wasn't for me, you know, like, that was for uh-huh. him fighting with Green Goblin not not for me the, the, the action wasn't focused on showing Spider-Man being cool it was focused on, like Miles is in danger, he's looking at this from the perspective of, oh my god I, my life is at risk, and Spider-Man <laughs> is doing what he does and I loved seeing Spider-Man that way. That actually was probably the high point for me watching the movie. Period.
1: Do you know what that reminded me of? Uh, it, it's like um, when you go to like Disney World or like Universal yes. or something, yes. and you go on one of those rides where the whole thing of it is like you're going through the scene, and it's like happening all around you. You know? And it was like you're right. Like it had such a um, a cool sense of scope because everything looked bigger. Because you're not following it from the action, you know, like you do see it from Miles's perspective of just like, holy shit, I'm in this giant cavernous underground place. And like I could get crushed to death at any moment, you know, like, and that's such a you're right. Like it is such a unique moment that we've never really gotten in, in, uh, in any superhero movie. Yeah. Not like this.
0: Yeah. I, I really, really loved it. And it made me it made me feel more than ever like wow what a hero Spider Man is and I, I I just love that um, and to your point about it feeling like a ride I actually was thinking that throughout this whole thing uh, that this should be a ride that yeah. when they when they inevitably do um, create a new Spider Man ride it should be based on this that cool fight scene with Spider Man. And Green Goblin actually leads into something else that was pretty unique. Although we've actually seen it twice this year, which is Spider-Man dying.
1: That, I, that moment was really cool because when he died, like, I, I definitely, like, knew he was dead, you know? Because, like, obviously Kingpin makes the comment, but also, like, uh, I loved how the the stuff that we had seen in the trailer, right? Like, we heard it in – I can't remember the actor – who voices Spider Man? We need to probably look that up. Which
2: which version of Spider
1: Man? The regular, like uh, the old Spider Man. Oh,
2: Chris Pratt? Oh no, no. Oh, uh, no,
1: no.
0: old Spider Man is voiced by Jake Johnson.
1: Thank you, Jake Johnson. Uh, the the voiceover that we would heard from Jake Johnson was in that universe, in Miles' universe, as Chris Pine. And I was like, "What the fuck is like? This isn't Jake Johnson's voice. Like, what's going on?" And then I was like, "Oh, okay." So that, like, that's what's happening, right? And I noticed he had blonde hair and stuff. And that was, like, you know, those were signals to me. So, like, when he died, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I can't believe they did that. And I had, like, the people I was with all look at me and just be like, did that just, did they just kill Spider-Man? It's like, yeah, like, they definitely just did. Um, and that, the the whole fallout from that, like, his funeral and all that stuff, like, Jesus Christ, like, that that hit me like a ton of bricks, You know, like I I literally like I cried, you know, it was very, very emotional. I thought Um, like as a a hardcore Spider-Man fan, you know, and I think that theme as a through line is really effective in this movie, you know, like speaking the message of uh, that it could be anybody, right? Like that anybody can be Spider-Man and that like Spider-Man is a character who speaks to everybody because of his, um, you know the the message of just being you know that like anybody could stand up and be a, a better person right and that like anybody could wear the mask right and i thought that message was really powerful and especially when recognized through miles you know who for a whole new generation of kids like is effectively like his peter you know like or the way that peter was when he came out you know um and that that's really cool and i think the film did a really good job of like um like honoring the legacy of Spider Man while also showing how like to a whole new generation in a lot of ways the torch is being passed to Miles. And like that's really cool. You know, like I it 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 speaks to Um how like what's important about Spider Man is is the core values of Spider Man, you know?
0: Yeah, um and I think more importantly is the fact that Miles is is, you know, a, a mixed race kid. And yes. That message being delivered and being received on film by someone who is mixed race. Um I felt it huge. I felt it huge when I was sitting in that theater and seeing everything. See, first of all, Marco, hopefully you had this experience too. But I loved watching Miles you know, with his parents hearing his mother speak Spanish to yeah, him, uh-huh. I got such a huge kick out of that. Seeing him walk through the hood and like, yep. you know, it just
1: felt like home. It felt like yes,
2: yes. You know, I'm
1: so glad you guys said that because that was the thing I was like most interested to hear from you was like, did it feel authentic to your experience of growing up as a New Yorker? Yeah. Like in those moments, and like that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad yeah, they it- they nailed that.
2: It, uh, it's funny because uh, Marina didn't, sh- coming into this, she didn't know that this was going to be like Miles Morales. She's like, oh, Spider-Man, right? She's like, he's black. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 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 She's like, <laughs> like straight up. I was like, yeah. She's like, that's cool. I was like, yeah. And like the, the the moment I think where like it really hit it for me was when he's like looking at the uh, uh, at, at when they're in the basement um, at Peter Parker's place, and he's looking up at the glass, and he's like looking at all the Peter Parker, all the the Spider Man costumes, and like you know, he like walks up to it and like can fit in the glass, the reflection there, and it's just, like like it's like like those are those are like the moments that are, that are really cool. But then the the moments that feel it that one anyone could be Spider Man, right? Um, but also to what you were saying regarding like passing the torch. It also just feels really like appropriate, like like for it to be, hey, there can be, all these Spider Men, and like, look, we're passing it on to the next generation, and and it's exemplifying who the next generation is. I think, mm-hmm.
0: yeah,
1: and I and I and I think um, having Spider Gwen's inclusion in this as well, and how she's handled, like, spoke to that as well, you know, of like that, like everybody is somebody's Spider Man. Yeah, and like that's cool, like that's good, you know. Um, and I think especially for me, like as a, a Spider Man fan, right, who has expressed like how how like Peter's my Spider Man, right, and like more and more and more, like they're establishing more more Spider Men, and like I think this does such a good job of like speaking to like the broader history of the character. And how all of these new characters who are that Peter to somebody else is like, it's just like the next logical step in the growth of like what Spider-Man is and what he's about, you know? And like, that's, it's really cool. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, and, and another thing that I really liked was that this movie tried to sort of stay faithful to Miles' origin. Um pretty close yeah like obviously it can't do the exact way that spider-man died um but they got somewhere close to it um and then i really loved how the prowler played a role in the movie um and and you know as his uncle and and big time um big time hats off to Mahershala Ali, who who played uh, the prowler in this movie. I'm such a big fan of him as an actor, and I think he killed it here.
2: Yeah, Um, definitely.
1: Dude, yeah, I I thought his... Yeah, his, like, the two scenes where he was most involved, you know, like, where it was just him and Miles, like, as Miles, and then when he dies, like, both of those scenes were so powerful, and I was like, man, this guy had, like, three fucking lines, and he killed it. I was like, who is this guy? Like...
0: Yeah, he well he's he was on um, House of Cards okay. as Remy Danton. Um he's done a bunch of different things. He was he was in uh Luke Cage. He was uh Cottonmouth.
1: Oh, oh it was him? No fucking yeah. wonder I love I fucking love that guy. He's yeah. such a good actor, man. He steals every scene he's in, even when it's not his fucking face. Yep, absolutely. <laughs>
0: absolutely. Yeah. I, I really I really loved uh all the stuff with Miles Life. That was the stuff that I thought was probably the for me the best parts overall of the movie yeah uh, everything with his life and then I think I probably the the problems that I have are all the other stuff, I think
1: like the the thick of it
0: Yeah. so do you guys have anything to say more about like miles' life? And that sort of stuff before we move on to when things get crazy.
1: Sure. Just a little bit. Um, I, I think, uh, I, on the note of like how they handled miles origin. I actually think that like, I kind of like it more because I feel like they did a better job of connecting miles to Peter so that like he felt responsible for his death, you know, in some way. And that made his relationship to the Peter that, you know, that he ends up getting to know and learn from, like, that made that bond work for me so much more, you know, like, because, like, I feel like it gave, like, like, I think what's cool about Miles' origin in the comics is that, like, he's just another kid who becomes Spider-Man, and this is one of the rare times where I feel like connecting a character to someone else's, to, like, give them a destiny or something like that, like actually worked for me because it didn't feel like Miles was destined to become Spider-Man. It was still random, but it, it made him have like a driving force to prove himself, you know? And I think that was one of the most compelling things about his character was seeing him go from, you know, this kid who wants to fill those shoes and live up to that legacy and honor the promise that he made to actually becoming the the guy that he needs to be to do those things, you know? And I feel like that um, that really worked for me, you know? And, and I think it made the interplay between him and Peter work a lot better, you know? Because, like, when, when Peter does try to put him on the sidelines, like, you know, or when he does try to keep him out of a fight, you know, like, uh, it... You really get that sense of, of frustration from Miles of like that he really wants to get in there and like and 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 make that positive change, but like he just still isn't there yet, you know. And like that, it was compelling to watch him try and 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 do a little better each time until he finally has that moment, you know, where he where he becomes Spider Man. And it makes for like a really really satisfying origin, you know.
0: Yeah. Um. So then. Then, you know, we get introduced to uh, Peter B. Parker, who I fell in love with almost immediately.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, This is... I would love to see a movie with this version of Spider-Man, because he's not not perfect. Like, this is Spider-Man, 40 years old, life kind of didn't go... (laughs) fucking divorced like crying in the shower the parker luck really kind of um backfired all the way and aunt may's dead and he's divorced and things aren't so good and i like that even even with that being the case like he's kind of a liar you know like he embellishes stuff i like that even though all those things are the case he still has a good heart He's still Spider-Man. He's still Peter Parker. And I I really, really loved his relationship with Miles because
1: you could tell he really cared about him. Dude, and that uh, that moment, like, well, yeah, and, like, ah, that's the thing that was so good about this, too, because he really cares about Miles, and their relationship allows Miles to grow and Peter to grow. You know, because his whole crux is he's divorced because Mary Jane wants to have a family, and he doesn't feel like he's responsible enough or that he could juggle it with his life or whatever – and at the beginning, he doesn't want to deal with Miles, and he's like, this is, why, this is why I didn't want to have kids or whatever. And then, like, their relationship and seeing him grow and how uh, his influence, you know, gave, you know, Miles direction and allowed him to grow, but also made Peter want to stand up taller so that Miles – so he was worthy of Miles, like, of being Miles's teacher, you know? Um, and that's, like, just good – that's just good writing, you know? Like – it, 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 it's it. Their relationship works so well And that's like the core of the movie
2: You know He he is like trying to transition To that sort of father figure So that he can go back to his own Universe and become an actual father figure
1: I, I love that moment uh, When I, when Miles shows up at the end and he's just like He's like oh I'm so proud of you He's like shit do, I, do you want to be a father Like <laughs> So good yeah,
0: I I was such a such a big fan of this character, um, and we 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 have to acknowledge the the hilarity of the way that they showcased uh, the Peter A. Parker, you know, if you will, like the, yeah, you know, um, who who was voiced by Chris Pine, which is funny because I don't think they really publicized that too too much. No, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, he's like the perfect version of Spider Man. And I love how they showed sequences that are reminiscent, not even just reminiscent, that clearly pulled from the movies.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I thought that was awesome. Um, that this is the Spider-Man we know. Like, that's how they tied it together. And I think that's a, they did a great job with that because if you, if you know Spider-Man most from the movies, which I think at this point in time most people do, you'll get that point by seeing how the, what, the sequences that they showed. Um, that was really well done. Um, but, but also we got Gwen Stacy as Spider-Woman, which was kind of weird. They called her Spider-Woman and not yeah. Spider-Gwen.
1: Yeah, but I don't, they don't actually call her Spider-Gwen in the comics either, right? Like, that's just She's the Spider-Gwen. Name of the, like, that's what but, she goes by too? Yeah, that's, that's, like, her, yeah. Th- yeah, that's okay. her alias. Okay. Cause I know like they're changing that, right? To like something else weirder. It's like,
0: now it's, it's ghost spider, something right. like that.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. I did think that was weird too, but yeah. like,
2: meh. I liked her character. I think that it was a, it was definitely a cool inclusion, and like she's a character to bounce off of for for Miles because you know same age, same kind of thing. So it and she's also supportive, um, and so like I think she was a fun character as well.
1: Yeah, I, I think she was definitely a really like she was the most well developed supporting character. And it's clear that, like, there's room for her to, you know um, – like, I know there's, like, the the talk of them, like, having a, 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 a movie fronted by her and all that kind of stuff. And I think, like – the Like, the potentially, gr- yeah. Yeah, and, like, the groundwork is definitely laid for that now, I think, you know? Because, um, like, the focus wasn't on her this time, but – We got enough of her world that it's like, oh, yeah, like, I would definitely watch a movie about her, too.
0: Yeah, but with her inclusion came one of my problems with the movie is that it just completely sidesteps logic. She's not from this universe. How'd she get in school? How'd she get a job? Um, She was only there for one week, so those things don't make any sense at all, and I couldn't get that out of my mind the whole time I was
1: watching the movie.
2: What well, you it's easy to like to pretend you're going to a school. Is it easy to pretend you got a job?
1: That that part I mean like I guess she could have just like snuck in or something but it's like why is this teenager just here? Yeah. That that didn't make sense. The school thing I could I could believe her getting away with
2: something yeah
1: or just like showing up in school clothes and just being like yeah "Yeah, well i'm not on the list or whatever it's the first week of school like it's weird or whatever that would never happen
0: (laughs) that would would never happen like that and that's one of those things where it's like if they did that and this movie was live action people would have shit on it for that alone that would have been a big criticism because it's animated people are letting it slide but that really bothered
1: me no, you're right.
0: So, but, yeah, but I liked her character, despite that. I thought I thought she was good, and I thought Haley Steinfeld did a good job uh, portraying uh, her. And uh, then we got introduced to the other alternate universe Spider-People.
1: Um, uh, <laughs> we got uh, Spider-Ham. John Mulaney, man! John Mulaney is my favorite stand-up comic, and I loved him as Spider-Ham. He was so great.
0: Yeah, I thought Spider-Ham was funny because he was clearly supposed to be like a Looney Tunes type character, mm-hmm. Yeah, which I thought was cool.
1: Yeah, I he was just he was just fun. And like I think they did a really good job of not over utilizing him. You know? Like he doesn't show up until halfway through the movie and then he gets about one gag a scene and otherwise he's just hanging out.
2: Mm-hmm. I, it left you with a feeling of wanting more, but more would have been too much.
1: Uh-huh. Which is perfect.
2: Yeah, and then we also got a uh, Penny Parker,
0: who is a spider person from the future who has a super suit and uh, has a radioactive spider that she like co-pilots the suit with, with which I thought was like a cool futuristic take, anime take on Spider Man.
2: Yeah, into that, that was cool. I, it, it, this is like a legit character?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I, I think, I think she is from. Um I know Marvel did like a series of of manga at one point yeah. that were like, like, um, like retelling of some of the character stories and stuff. Like, that. I think she comes from one of those series. Mm, okay, I don't believe she's an original character though.
0: No. Yeah. Um. And but yeah, she so, she was fun too. Yeah, she didn't really have much to do, and that was another problem that I kind of had with the alternate Spider People was just that, um. Other than Gwen and Peter B. Parker, they didn't get much.
1: Um, yeah, they felt kind of tacked on.
0: Yeah, Spider-Man Noir
1: was so voiced funny. by
0: Nicolas Cage, was of all people. So
1: goddamn funny. Uh,
0: he had a lot of really funny moments to him. Uh, I-, I loved, I loved that character in general. Obviously, this was a very different take, personality-wise, but still hilarious.
1: Yeah, just, like, his introduction, where he was, like, I like drinking egg creams and punching Nazis. (laughs) And, like, his obsession with the Rubik's Cube. Like, he he was just a a really good bit character, you know? And, like, I think for a children's movie, like, that's that's the appropriate take on him, you know? But uh, I did really like the part where he's, like, you know, he's, like, where you develop, like, psychological problems from the uh, moral ambiguity of your violent actions. Like, (laughs) that was...
0: And, and where he's like uh, I, I burn what do you say I'm burning this rope oh so I that, burn a match just so I can yeah, feel something so I can feel something <laughs> that's Thompson that'd be Thompson
1: dude Thompson loved him and he, lo- he loves Nicolas Cage so he, what a he surprise was, I know he was dying he's like this is the best thing
2: <laughs> I thought that like even though they didn't get much to them I thought that they were fun inclusions like I don't I don't necessarily think they were tacked on, but I do feel like they were things to just add to the fact that like this is a larger sort of event that's happening. and I'm okay that I didn't get too much from them. Uh, I'm glad that it focused on like the three main characters versus giving us too much because I feel like there would be too much to balance within the time frame we had. And there's just they're just fun
1: and I yeah, I don't really want more from them. Like I agree. like I like that they're just like I feel like the movie is like miles is the real main character. Like, Peter is, like, the, um, you know, secondary main character, and then Gwen and the other three of them as one character are, like, the two supporting characters. Sure. You know? And, like, I think for the scope of the film and, like, what it was about and what the message was and everything, like, that's that worked for me. You know? I didn't really... I didn't need them to be as fleshed out as the other characters that I really wanted emotional beats
0: right. from. I think where i where I started to have even more problems was with the the opposition. uh I really didn't like Kingpin. He looked bad. The, what? Uh, yeah, he looked really bad. Uh, oh
1: i I totally disagree
0: like yeah I, there's, I,
1: there's a couple scenes with him that I thought were so like so cool.
0: yeah, the, the scenes were good, but I don't think he looked good. That's what nah. I'm talking about.
2: I think I I don't know I think he I think in the aesthetic he fit perfectly and it it and it overemphasized his menacing factor. Uh, like right. they played that up. I I don't know. I I it it struck it it struck really well with me.
1: I agree. Yeah, I totally agree, Mark.
0: I also really didn't like. I mean, Lee Schreiber is a fine actor, but I didn't like the voice at all. That was I like agree with that so completely. Not what the kingpin is about
1: it, it um, felt too like joe pesci you know like <laughs> he's like was just hey, a gangster yeah. just a, a regular i'm a fucking gangster
0: yeah um i didn't i didn't care much for that at all i also didn't care for i mean okay yeah his, his family ran away from him and died so he created a super collider to bring his family back from an alternate universe I mean that is like the ultimate we just need a reason to get this train rolling um so I wouldn't yeah, whatever yeah, you could say that, but if he's if he's the villain of the movie, I want there to be something real there, and there just wasn't
2: I feel like that's such a but like that's like a really comic booky like reason, yeah you know like I think I think it, even that fit the aesthetic
0: if you put it if you let you know dr octopus be the guy who's doing that or you know even maybe green goblin i could get it but king so Pin your is issue a, is that
1: it was kingpin was the one behind it
0: yeah he just that's not his that's not his bag that's fair and i don't even think he would think of that let alone implement that um
1: i think i think i i can agree with that for sure
0: i liked i loved actually olivia Octop- octavius
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's up with her? Like I I'm not familiar with her. Was she in Ultimate Spider-Man after I stopped reading or something?
0: Uh not to my knowledge. I'm pretty sure that she's original for this movie actually. That's
1: cool. Yeah. Um, I thought she was really cool.
0: Yeah. I like that. Um I despise I really liked
1: her voice too. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Very very much so. I despise Scorpion. I Yeah.
2: It was not like, a fan.
1: It was just like what what was even the point either? Like he's just like
2: he looked like the scorpion from uh, um, the mum- Was it the mummy?
1: Oh my oh, god! Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You're totally right. <laughs> he, he also reminded me
0: of a reaver from the X Men universe, where they're oh, like, okay. yeah, cyborg oh, guys. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that was just really bad. Yeah, yeah. I feel like
1: it was just weird. It was like, what is up with this?
0: Yeah, there were plenty of other villains that Spider Man has that you could have put in that role to at least be visually appealing. Because uh, I don't even think he was necessarily visually appealing.
1: No, like I think the regular scorpion costume would have <laughs> been cooler. Yeah. Been, yeah,
0: definitely cooler. Absolutely. You know, like the
1: all green. Like I love scorpion's costume.
0: I think you could have you could have thrown in Hydro Man, Sandman. Like there's fifty villains you could use that would have been cooler than than what scorpion. Electro
2: did here. and like, uh, and yeah. like the, the like the suit and everything. Yeah, yeah. and then real real quick the the gray guy was that that was hammerhead right
1: or no
0: that was tombstone
1: oh fuck yeah duh okay
0: yeah and then uh i green goblin like i was fine with how he looked and everything but he just disappears
1: that sucked just because he looked just because he looked so cool i was like man why can't he just be the villain
0: correct me if i'm wrong but like he just kind of screwed off nothing really like yeah he got hit by that anvil or whatever but that was he just dipped Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't, I, yeah.
0: They do not even why resolve either. that.
1: No, it's like he was there in the fight, and then he just like, left, I guess. And the,
0: Yeah, that's the beginning of the movie. So he just was like, you know what? I'm not a villain anymore. I'm over this stuff.
2: <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> Spider-Man's dead. I'm out.
0: Pretty To be much.
1: fair, maybe that's actually why, though. Because his whole the whole involvement was because he wanted to... Kill Spider Man, and then Spider Man's dead, and he's like, "All right, cool, my objective's done. Fuck off. Like, I don't need to help you anymore."
0: Well, I would love to know that. I would. Love <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah,
1: that would have been good information for us to have. But like, I guess that's the implication.
0: Yeah, maybe. Because that's
1: what sh- that's what changes.
0: <laughs> I never thought of that until right now. So, I guess he was shoving
1: uh, him in the laser to kill him. <laughs>
0: but but I, I I really I really enjoyed the. The, the the interplay between all the spider people in this movie. When they were on screen together and they were talking, I thought those scenes worked really well. They were um, all fun. Yeah. I loved the sort of training scenes where they, they break into Kingpin's facility or whatever and Peter B and 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 Miles like Miles gets one of the the web slingers <laughs> and he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. That was so cool. And then when Peter's explaining to him how to use it, he tells him, "You got to double tap or whatever." And I laughed out loud. And my girlfriend's like, "Oh, is that from the video game?" And I was <laughs> like, "No, but that's what I thought of."
2: Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I uh,
1: yeah. I loved I I loved that first scene that you just mentioned where like Miles follows him in, and then like he's Peter's like kind of like giving him shit, and then he's and then Miles is just like, well, I, "I'm not gonna let Spider-Man die again." And then he's just like, you know. Like, almost, like, you know, 99% of the people I meet in the workplace try to kill me. You're a nice change of pace. Like, (laughs) there's just so many, like, just good, like, little, like, quiet moments like that that are also just genuinely funny, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely.
0: There were a lot of laughs in this movie. Um, One one thing that kind of bothered me, uh, and I just, I'm interested to hear your guys' take on this for sure. I didn't Love how willing all the other Spider people were to not have Miles take part in the ultimate, like, dismantling of Fisk's, you know, Super Collider. Because Spider Man, first, all of them probably, well, except for Spider Man Noir, I guess, and Ham, because he's a pig, got their start when they were kids. And Gwen and Penny Parker are still kids. So, why is it that Miles not being super comfortable with his powers yet discounts him from being a part of saving the world where all the rest of them first get their powers as kids, don't know what the hell they're doing, and still, you know, do what they have to do because they have to do it. I felt like that was just not... Like, like they wouldn't have wanted someone to do that to them. And I just feel like... In the moment of the world is at risk, they would have just been like, "Look, dude, figure it out. Like, let's do it live. You know, come on, we got to do this."
2: Well, the implication is they have a t- they have a time frame where they're gonna like die, so like they don't have the sort of time to be like, okay, like not necessarily coddle, but take care of him. And the the whole thing is like he's obviously he's only been Spider Man for two days, and they all experience in this line of work. The loss of somebody important and the loss of another Spider-Man in another universe is, I think, larger than or, or law, the loss of life. Right? Is like if they can if they can try to prevent that. I think they would rather do that. To your point, though, like for them to they push back so much um, was a bit odd. But I think in the larger context of like Spider-Man, he's here to he knows he can't save every life, but if he can. Why not take that? And and by pushing Miles away, potentially saving that life, is something that I think still falls in line with all of them collectively as a spider person.
1: Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with Mark on that one. Cause um as you were like laying it out, Sean, like I you know my my thought process on it is like when they all arrive, they don't they don't think Miles can handle it. They don't want him to be involved because he's only been Spider-Man for 2 days and that's the only reason. I don't think it's cuz he's a kid cuz like Gwen's only a little bit older than him but she's been Spider-Woman for 2 years. So she's already got time under her belt, you know, and like the the implication of Penny seems to be the same that she's already experienced, you know. So I th- I don't think it's his age. I think it's that like he's so fresh. He can't control his powers. He hasn't really figured out how to swing yet. Like he doesn't know what he's doing. And I think the fear is that is is probably less about He's not going to be able to do it, and more that like he might die.
2: Yeah, and, and Peter B's like, can you do it on command? Like, like, do it, show me, and then yes. But and if they, he can't. Then and don't. they're
1: all waiting. They're all right. waiting there and being like, let's see if he can do it. And he can't. You yeah. Know? And I, yeah. I, I think it I think it's to protect him, you know? But, like.
0: But Peter Parker's first villain is like, like he almost dies there. You know, like there's yeah. so many instances when he's a kid. Where he nearly dies and he gets lucky, or whatever things go his way, I don't feel that this discounting Miles' ability to also have the same sort of experience, um, or to let him fight because the like everything is on the line. That was to me that felt more like, well, there has to be some opposition towards him so that he can reach the point in himself where he finds the inner strength to overcome the odds and, you know, learn how to use his power so that they can be wild and we can have that moment.
1: Yeah, I just don't see it that way because, like, I really do think it is, like, when you see every instance of, of like... Like, every moment where Miles is doing something as Spider-Man before that moment, right? Like, he ends up coming through to some degree, but he also chokes to some degree. You know, like, he's very untested. And I think the difference between... You know, like, because even at the initial uh, infiltration of Kingpin's base, like, Peter sidelines him because he's a kid and he doesn't know what he's doing, you know? And I th- I do think it, it, it comes from a place of, like, yeah, like, when I was 16 or 15 or whatever, when I got these powers, I was doing those things. But, like, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't have been, you know? Like, right, I almost right. died. And, like, I'm a 40-year-old man. I'm not going to let this kid make this decision or this mistake. And I think Peter vouches for him and he wants him to be able to come through. But at that moment where they're going, he's not confident that he's able to do it. And it isn't until Miles is like, well, whatever, like, I'm going to do it anyway, and then proves that he is capable because he shows up and throws himself in the mix, and that's that, like, I think is that moment, you know? Yeah, I didn't
0: like it anyway. I, I didn't.
1: Yeah. That's valid.
0: Um. So, yeah, I mean – then we get to the part where i I definitely tuned out the most, which was the end um i I loved the sequencing of all the characters sort of saying their goodbyes and stuff, and that was really emotional um and and another issue that I had was <laughs> i like I like the scene where they kind of go to kingpin's um his, his thing that he's throwing for Spider-Man and everybody's wearing the mask <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And they're like, oh, we can just waltz in because we're dressed like Spider-Man. That was cool. I don't like that Mary Jane was there. That made no sense at all. That was really, mm. really dumb.
1: Yeah, like why would she be at Kingpin's event?
0: Yeah, him? because this, this version of Spider-Man was open with Aunt May about who he was. So she would have known too. And there's no way she doesn't know that Kingpin is Kingpin. That Wilson Fisk is a crime lord. So that was – the only reason they did that was so that Peter B. could have his moment with her. Yeah. Really that's bad. Fair.
1: And it's just um, like it, it would have been easy to make that happen another way. In Aunt May's house. Mary Jane yes, could
0: have just yes. been there. That, that's so easy. Um, but then the, the other – the thing that I tuned out to all the way was the last fight. I thought the fight between Miles and Kingpin was really
1: uninspired and kind of lame.
2: It was too long. It was also long. See, I, I thought it
1: was too long because I think, like, I don't think the final fight should have been just between Miles and Kingpin. Like, because, like, not, mm, not that. Because, yeah. like, I think the problem is that they wanted to have their cake and eat it too. They wanted Miles to be the one to put the bow on it so he could have his moment and be the main character of the movie. But I feel like the last scene is really that scene with all of them where they all say their goodbyes and it's, oh, it's over. Right? Like, that should have been the end. And and then Miles should have went and pushed the button and ended it. He didn't need to fight Kingpin. He could have still had his moment without us dragging out what was already I thought a really good, visually satisfying and cool last fight scene. It turns into just like, it overstays its welcome. You know? It's like, they're gonna just keep going, and then it like ends pretty quickly.
0: He needed to fight Kingpin because he needed to redeem the fact that Spider-Man was killed by Kingpin, so that had that had to happen. The problem is that Kingpin is not an interesting villain when it comes to the fight. So all this cool, this crazy visual stuff is happening around
1: him, but he's just a guy with two fists. You know, Um, I I, I think the problem is like, and you you have outlined it really well. Like, there's no reason for Kingpin to be in this movie because Kingpin only kills Spider-Man by getting the last blow. Green Goblin's the one that really fucks him up. Why don't we just have Norman kill Peter? Norman's the one with the crazy doomsday machine because he built it because he's smart enough to do that. And crazy. Yeah, and totally crazy (laughs) enough and doesn't give a fuck about anything. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, it would all be neater. And, like, the last fight scene could have been more visually interesting.
0: Right, and I could also see a scenario where you would need that many spider people to deal with green goblin because in this world he's a monster not a guy in a suit
1: yeah it's like the ultimate goblin where he's like literally like a fucking like demon and he's like huge and buff as shit and like can breathe fire or whatever and like (laughs) it's yeah he's a goddamn monster
2: yeah
0: so that so the the end fight really kind of didn't do much and then i really disliked how they kept using that visual of right when kingpin's about to win he happens to see his his wife and child running away from him like why did he see that how did that happen what are the rules like there was no logic (laughs) there he just
1: that just happened uh
0: it's
1: because they were fighting inside a kaleidoscope of universes sean right Right. absolutely (laughs) nothing makes sense yeah Yeah. no especially because like it's just like why did we even have this fight happen then Because, like, Miles doesn't even really beat him, you know? Like, he just kind of, like, breaks down, and then Miles does pushes the button. So it's like, why didn't he just push the button?
0: Yeah. Um, And then the last thing that I didn't like was how his dad is the
2: only cop that that comes onto (laughs) the scene. Like, come on, man. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, he's down he's
2: down in Fida. he's like we have a fire up in uh down in brooklyn it's like i'm on it yeah <laughs> his, his dad is
1: the only cop in new york city
0: right yeah yeah um but uh yeah just things like that were my biggest you know lot, like with logical the issues yeah there were i yeah. felt like there were a lot of logic issues and a lot of strain like i want to know what the reasoning was behind having Tim pin be the guy You know, granted, we all love, I think Pete and I love the Kingpin Spider-Man dynamic in general. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. There's a much better way to give us that on screen. It just,
1: it just feels like it wasn't super well utilized. Like it's like it, I love Kingpin, but it didn't really feel like Kingpin that much. And like the dynamic between Miles and Kingpin is not that you know like that's not a thing so it's like i just don't get why it was him like it it could have been octopus or or norman and those are both like bigger villains but yeah better known villains too like you know like i would say kingpin is like probably the number one b villain for spider-man you know like he's the number one of dudes that aren't like Well, I murdered your fucking girlfriend or you know, like like or 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 trying to marry your aunt or what you know what I mean? Like they've got heat, but it's not like those guys, you know. There's
0: there's like fifty million ways you could have done this better. You could have had an evil version of Spider Man come from the Spider-Verse. Like, why was it only the heroes that came through? You know, like there's so many things you could do to make that better, and I don't feel
1: like they tried. It would've Um, just made more sense. Yeah. You know? And, like, yeah. I think even, like, taking out, introducing new characters. They established Goblin and, and Ock. Like, use one of them. Like, yeah. they're, they're way more capable and likely to do this, you know? Especially because Dr. Octopus made the machine, you know? So it's like, why couldn't it have just been the two of them working together or just Octopus or just Norman, you know? like And then include some of the other, like, lesser Sinister Six villains as, like, goons like they did with, like, you know... Um, Scorpion, yeah, Scorpion and and Prowler and Tombstone. Know, Tombstone, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but that
0: those are my big concerns. Uh, and I think the movie beyond that last fight ends
1: fine. I love the sequence between uh, Miles and his dad. You know, yeah, I thought their relationship worked really well for me too. Um, like I really liked, I really liked the the family dynamic that they set up for Miles, his dad, and his uncle you know, of, like, he looks up to the uncle because he's this cool guy or whatever, and his dad's kind of lame because he's a cop and he's responsible and all these things and whatever, and it's, like, and then realizing that, like, you know, just because he loved his uncle doesn't mean, and he was cool doesn't mean that he made all the right decisions in his life, and just because his dad isn't cool doesn't mean that he doesn't, you know, like get him and like want to see him succeed and be his own person you know and like i thought it it felt like very um i don't know just like mature you know that like yeah like not everybody has like a perfect relationship with their parents right and like you're not always gonna see totally eye to eye but like his dad is looking out for him and he's a good guy and he's like in miles's corner and he just wants what's best for his son you know and I thought I thought that moment with him talking through the door, like, that was really well acted.
0: That was mm-hmm. a powerful sequence.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I, I just have to say, like, I I really appreciate, like, this movie felt more Spider-Man to me than probably any other Spider-Man movie in terms of that, like, because, like, I loved Homecoming because it was the first Spider-Man movie that I felt really got the jovialness of Spider-Man down. But it's not emotionally as emotionally heavy as it needs to be. And the original Spider-Man trilogy is the opposite direction. It's super emotionally heavy and it's not light at all. And this movie was not afraid to like it's it's very funny, but it wasn't afraid to like really go in deep on the heart as well. And like that's Spider-Man. You know? Like it's got you gotta have both. You have to have the drama and and the lightheartedness. And I think it does a really good job of establishing meaningful character relationships, setting up moments that pull at your heartstrings, but feel earned, whether it's because Spider-Man as a, as a character, as a character that's existed and resonated for so long has earned them or because the film earns them, you know, and that's, that's good, you know, that's, that's tight, that's tight writing and, and I appreciate it because it's like, it's not just flashy, it's not just funny, you know, like it's not just a popcorn movie, like it really does try to say something too about family, about, um, you know, like you said, like, the resonance of Miles Morales to, like, minority, like, kids and, and adults Um and, like, just so many things, you know? Like, it, 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 it's it got a lot to offer, and it could have done any one of those things and been good, and it does them all, you know? And And, yeah, like, I think the criticisms you're pointing out, Sean, like, I don't agree with all of them, but I think a lot of them are valid. But I was so, like swept up in the things that it gets right and that it took care to learn about and get right and do right that like i didn't care you know and like that that uh that doesn't make your criticisms wrong but like for me like i just uh it just it hit me you know it really struck a chord with me and um that's cool and i it it hit me in a way i wasn't expecting i thought i'd appreciate it and enjoy it for what it was but it really it really spoke to me on an emotional level, um, and was also just a damn enjoyable film to watch. It was fun, and it's stylish, and like it's unique. It doesn't look like any other movie I've ever seen,
0: you know. Yeah, uh, Marco, do you have any last words?
2: Man, this was a fucking cool movie. Like visually, I think it hit every mark for me, and I think that was the biggest appeal for me coming in. Uh, everything was interwoven. Great, the bits that we did talk about. Definitely, points of where we can we can definitely see it has like little little issues here, but you know every movie does. Every movie is not perfect, and I think they don't overshadow the overall message and overall story. Um, I think it's it's just a fun ride. Uh, I had a blast. Marina had a, a fun time, and she's not one for animated one animated movies, let alone superhero movies, and so. She, I mean, it was a good time. I had a blast.
0: Yeah, I I think what you said about um, the negatives not overshadowing the movie definitely is true. I gave it an an eight. Um, that's a really high mark. So mm-hmm. certainly, um, I was the most critical uh, part, partially because I need to bring balance, but uh, also because force. yeah, of course,
1: Sean, Sean is the hype slayer. He we he needs to bring balance. Uh,
0: also because you know that was my that was my genuine. Uh, feeling, you know, coming out of, of the course. movie, um, but yeah, an eight is still great, and I think it, I think it was really really strong. Um, I hope that with the next movie, they're able to get into something uh, a little deeper um, and a little more cognizant of, you know, some of the stuff that we talked about here. Before we jump off, there is <laughs> there is a fantastic. End credit scene that oh yeah just oh my goodness just had me in stitches and I think every one of my theater was dying laughing
1: dude I I literally exclaimed whole I was like holy shit at the top of my lungs when they when they teased the Miguel thing like as soon as it said Nueva uh, York or whatever yeah I was like was... whole. I was like, holy shit. And there was only one kid in the theater, so I didn't feel that bad. But I was like, crap. Like, And then it just kept getting better. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is so cool.
0: Yeah, I thought it was going to be a tease for, um, for Spider-Man 2099 to be in the next movie. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. yeah, awesome, cool. And then they're like, oh, where do you want to go? And he says, I want to go back to where it all began. And I thought they were going to show us his origin. And what they show... For any of you guys listening maybe haven't seen the movie quite yet, if you haven't seen the movie, you have seen this meme of it's Spider-Man and Spider-Man from, like, the old 60s or 70s cartoon show uh, where they're, like, pointing at each other. And it's Spider-Man 2099 adopting the role of one of those two Spider-Men, and they're just pointing at each other and going back and forth. It's so hilarious. It needs to be seen by everyone.
1: Yeah, do, do not... Uh, miss that that scene like stay till the end of the credits also real quick like how fucking dope was that end credits montage with all the like the after effects thing with yeah, all cool. of this but it was like so fucking cool man just like oh this is so yeah. stylish what a so movie. The lesson
0: of the end credits scene here is uh, sometimes your memes can be more than dreams yeah <laughs> And in this instance, it was. And don't point. It's rude. It's rude to point. (laughs) (laughs) You're pointing at me right now! (laughs) But that's going to do it for our review of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Definitely let us know your thoughts on the film. And head over and listen to the Comics Pals proper episode. If you're not familiar with what we are, the Comics Pals is a podcast, a weekly podcast, where we talk about everything that's happening within comic book the comic book world in general comics games movies all that jazz we talk about on the comics pals so uh if you've never heard us before go give us a listen and give us a like on your platform of choice we're on soundcloud apple Podcasts, all that good stuff you can find us on social media at the comics pals and if you want to write to us with your thoughts on this review you can write to us at the comics at gmail.com so thank you very much for tuning in and we will see you next time take care guys it's a good time to
1: be a spider-man fan